Could Baltimore Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins end up being a league winner this year? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less in their Prize Pick projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That is prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. She is Kate Magic. Follow her on Twitter at FFBallBlast. Kate, week 14 is here. It's gone. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I am uh, actually kind of like I – this was like a very positive vibes kind of week for me, Marcus. I was looking like usually this is our – highs and lows segment like mm-hmm. winners losers and i feel like i'm usually the wet blanket like i feel like i'm always the skeptical one i feel like i'm i'm always like one one you know second more hesitant than everybody else to go all in and when i was looking through you know the the list of players that i wanted to talk about today it was a lot of positivity and it was a lot of Good vibes. Yes. And I'm ready to start off the Monday strong. I'm I'm ready. L- well, let's talk about one of those players that gave you some good vibes on uh, on Sunday. And J.K. Dobbins um, looked absolutely fantastic. This is the first time he's played, I believe, since week six. 15 carries, 120 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Gus Edwards, also in this game, looked good. 13 carries for 66 yards. Dobbins did this against the, the Pittsburgh defense with Tyler Huntley in the game for a little bit, and then Anthony Brown. Pittsburgh was keying on the run game, and it still didn't matter. J.K. Dobbins just looked absolutely incredible. And even after the game, Cape, he said he's not 100% yet, uh, but he feels like he's getting close. If if that's not 100%, whew, I can't imagine what he's going to look like when he is. Well, I think, like, the the most exciting thing, Marcus, like, he looked phenomenal, right? But, like, on that, there was that initial run that he broke off that got him right next to that goal line for his goal line touchdown. Mm -hmm. And on that breakaway run, I feel like you could even see, for as good as he looked on that breakaway run, you're like, he doesn't feel like he's 100% at full speed. He doesn't like have that, the top-end speed, right? Like he, he doesn't have the, the top-end speed. Yep. Yes, he doesn't have that same element of burst that J.K. Dobbins once had. But let's let's not forget, like, this man came back from a torn ACL, then had another knee injury. Like, we are seeing really good things out of a guy that really has no business showing us really great things right now. So I, I think this is um, this is a big moment, right? And I, I think it's a big moment for the rush game in, in general there for the Baltimore Ravens. You mentioned Gus Edwards, just another underrated asset. Um, like, I think both of these guys, interestingly, might win you some leagues. Um, like Gus Edwards, I think if he gets 13 carries a game rest away, I, I think – 
that's probably in consideration for a, a flex play oh, for yeah. your fantasy it, football playoffs. It, and if he gets double digit touches, he's he's a flex play just because he's always been so efficient. Yeah, I mean, and that's what this run game does, right? And and Lamar Jackson, if he comes back, hopefully he does just in the nick of time. I don't know if uh the the state of the backup quarterback is going to maybe uh push his rehab a little bit quicker. It's not like they really have that luxury of time, especially with uh, the the Cincinnati Bengals fresh on their tails. Like we might actually see Lamar Jackson get back uh, a little bit quicker if it's physically possible, but yeah. coming up Cleveland Browns, Atlanta Falcons, Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, that is a really nice schedule rest of season. And I think that, both of these running backs are going to end the season on a high note. I, I think J.K. Dobbins, you've got to be really excited about what he's going to offer moving forward. And I think he's a guy that most people were kind of like, <sighs> we've been burned so often Just, by yeah. J.K. Dobbins. And I think we need to take a step back and just appreciate what we saw in the football field. And yeah. I roll with it. If you if you held on to him through this entire time, you're going to be rewarded with some big games. But Kate, where would you rank him right now among dynasty running backs? Currently, dynasty uh, DLF has him at RB twenty. Does that seem low, right, too high? I think that feels low based on based on upside, right? Like, uh, I think we know what he can do. Um, like, for example, some guys that I would prefer him over, uh, at least right now. Joe Mixon. I I would take J.K. Dobbins yes. over Joe Mixon really at at any point in the day. Um, Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. It like feels uh, really interesting, especially like this is a 27 year old running back. No real secure future in terms of like what this offense is. There's no real offensive identity yet, and it, he's only getting older. And Marcus they kind of kicked the can down the road with these assault charges for Alvin Kamara. So we have to assume that he didn't miss time this year. He's probably going to miss a little bit of time next year. That bumps him down in my dynasty rankings. Um, how about Miles Sanders? Somebody who's having a great year, uh, but is a little bit on the older side. He's going into a contract year. There's a lot of uncertainty there. I think, J.K. Dobbins fits right around like RB 17, 18. And I think that feels really reasonable, but I would not be surprised if in six months we're talking about him closer to the top 12. And I also would say it depends on what type of league you're in, right? If you're in a half point PPR, I think he's obviously more valuable than he is in a full point PPR. He had no targets yesterday. That's just not really going to be part of his game. Maybe once Lamar comes back, we do see him get into that. But you even know, like three from targets a, a game, yeah. Even from a target standpoint, like he's never going to be an Austin Eckler. He's never going right. to be a key part of that passing game. That's so why really it's hard are... to ever rank him inside the top ten or twelve. Yeah, it, it just it caps that upside. But you do know that like running is what Baltimore does so so well. Um, sure, Lamar Jackson's running ability like that sometimes. Um, precludes itself from getting the running back super involved in the passing game. But um, it's, I I think his upside in terms of touchdowns, in terms of touches, very high. 
Yes, I 100% agree. Just it's nice to see J.K. Dobbins healthy and back on the field. So uh, let's uh, let's talk about some more winners, Kate, from Sunday. But before we do that, we want to let you know that this podcast is sponsored by Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car that you want wherever you want it from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. Book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip or get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. Or if you just want to test out that new electric vehicle that you've had your eye on for a while to see how it fits in your everyday life, many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. For Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. We also want to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we are sure you're going to love. That's why you'll be able to find a sneak peek of Think Like a Champion available right now as a bonus episode on Locked On Presents. Think Like a Champion is a brand new podcast from Russell Wilson and Audible. Russ is a champion on the field, but off it, we rarely know the grind of the path to greatness. Russell Wilson, alongside co-host Harry Wilson and Trevor Moad, dig into high-performance athletes, artists, and leaders that push the boundaries of their potential. You'll hear from Von Miller. You'll hear from other Olympic medalists. You'll hear from Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, hosts will swap stories and share proven mental techniques that have gotten the world's most elite performers across the, across the finish line and beyond. Available for free on Audible or wherever you get your podcasts. Head over to Lockdown Presents for a sneak peek of Think Like a Champion or catch the full series available anywhere you get your podcasts. Available everywhere right now. Audible. Get in the game. All right, Kate. Let's talk about some more winners uh, from Week 14. Who do you got? I got Trevor Lawrence, all right? Uh, He is literally the QB one on the week heading into Monday Night Football. Um, And I'm going to be honest, Marcus, with the game we have on Slate for Monday Night Football, I think we can just, like, stamp it in Trevor Lawrence, QB one. Yeah. Like, he... You're not projecting a big Mac Jones game tonight? No, I'm not. I'm not. Although, hey, he had a a banger in week 12. Let's not, (laughs) let's not forget. But QB one this week like I, I absolutely love what we're seeing out of Trevor Lawrence I've always been uh one of the ones that were more lukewarm on Trevor Lawrence not so much a na- a knock on the talent but like the generate like the the fact that this guy was going to come in and you know the that instant dub of generational like I, I think he's been solid and I think what we've mm-hmm. seen out of him with Doug Peterson in particular really something special he's already doubled the number of qb1 performances he had in 2021 and we're week 14 we got time to go he ranks top 10 in pass yards touchdowns completions total epa like this guy has the same number of touchdowns as kirk cousins who i think we all feel is having a pretty decent year but three fewer interceptions uh qb8 on the season so far ranking on dynasty league football qb9 But what I think is really interesting, Marcus, is when you look at his ADP chart. So, uh, you know, there was no time higher uh, in his ADP than when he was first drafted, right? Like Mm -hmm. that that moment between being drafted and when he first stepped onto the football field, 
and he's really not even like approaching anywhere close to where he was initially being ranked. Like he was being drafted uh, top 80 mm-hmm. prior to stepping onto the football field. And then we saw his ADP take a tumble, but I think we're probably going to see his ADP trend much, much higher this off season. Um, I guess. Let's, let's talk about some names, right? Uh, and the most recent batch of ADP drafted on average behind Curtis Samuel. How do you feel about that? Oh my gosh. Get out of here. Get James Robinson. Here. How do you Get feel about that? Oh, ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely. Michael Gallup, who I know you love, but that's dumb. It's dumb, right? Like we could, we need I, to compare him to other quarterbacks, right? Like, all right. According to Dynasty cousin. League Football, these are the quarterbacks that are being ranked ahead of him. Justin Fields, I get it, right? The Ooh. rushing and stuff is insane. Kyler Murray, QB seven. Ooh. I can't believe I'm even saying ooh. Uh right around I'll I'll take ooh. Yikes. I I had no idea, Marcus, that it would be that close for me. I'll still take Kyler Murray. Okay. Um, for rushing upside, but quarterbacks behind him: Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, to uh, Trey Lance. I feel like I'll take Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I'm shocked. I am shocked, Marcus. Because I know it's not like we're looking at Trevor Lawrence and we're saying, okay, so he's got he's got Tyreek Hill, he's got Jalen Waddle. Like if you put Trevor Lawrence in that Mike McDaniel offense with. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, he'd probably be a top five quarterback right now. And that's the thing that's really exciting is, I, and it's why the Christian Kirk signing this offseason was so important for them because it just gives them at least one competent NFL receiver. And I think Zay Jones has actually helped out a little bit, and they still have Marvin Jones, but now they have an NFL receiving core. And Kate, you're starting to see it like actually matter. His last five games, you ready? 72% completion percentage. 13, almost 1,400 passing yards, 275 passing yards a game, 10 passing touchdowns, zero interceptions, uh, 120 rushing yards and a touchdown, QB rating of 111. Like, Kate, not bad, right? Like, he's it's <laughs> finally starting to happen for him. We should also mention his stats from Sunday, 30 of 42, 368 passing yards, three touchdowns, also added in a rushing yard or a rushing touchdown. Uh, it's happening. Like, it's... Now that we've had a five, six game sample size for Trevor Lawrence, like this is the player that we all liked and loved coming out of Clemson. It turns out uh, Urban Meyer, not a great coach. Um, That's like my biggest takeaway from week 14. But on the real Trevor Lawrence, like we didn't even mention the fact that this dude's about to get Calvin Ridley as a wide receiver. one, And we can talk about like, what's he going to look like in his return to football? Like, I don't, I don't know, right? Like it's going to be no an upgrade idea. over Jamal Agnew or whoever else they want to play in that third and fourth receiver, receiver spot, right? Like that, like, that's the, the very worst. If he's like he was in 2019, 2020, whew. yeah, I, I think this. I'm, I'm actually looking to buy Trevor Lawrence right now, and just overall, super, super impressed. Uh, other like quick shout outs at the quarterback position. I uh, want to shout out Justin Herbert, who looks like Justin Herbert again. I feel like Shocker. there was a moment of panic a little bit where, you know, we weren't seeing a ton of touchdown upside. Weren't seeing him. Uh, we, we just weren't seeing him look like Justin Herbert, but 
last night was, I feel like the first game since his rib injury that we've seen him look fully like Herbie fully loaded. And, nice. and like he had his weapons on the field. I said that helps, right? You have Mike Williams back. That seems like it helps a little bit. It helps. I mean, like it, we were I, this whole narrative of like Tua versus Justin, Her- like we're evaluating Justin Herbert at his lowest. Like it didn't really feel all that fair, but he looked great again. Um, uh, one last shout out before we take a quick break, Marcus, Jared Goff. I want to, I want to shout out Jared Goff who like has been crushing it at home, uh, you know, faced a, not fantastic Vikings defense, but put up 330 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, this team is starting to look like just a really solid team in and out, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, in his time in uh, Detroit, averaging 21 points per game in uh, in Detroit, specifically at home. Like I feel like at home, he's – the perfect, perfect uh, QB one replacement should you need one in fantasy. Uh, But also just want to shout out the fact that Ian Rappaport came out and he said, this team is not looking at Jared Goff as a bridge anymore. Like they're looking at him as their franchise quarterback. And I think if that's uh, the, the sort of vibes we're going with Jared Goff, he's sitting at QB 26 in dynasty rankings right now. Behind guys like Tom Brady, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, I think I would take Jared Goff over these guys, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I mean, Goff has been really, really good in this offense. They've had, there was a couple game stretch where they struggled. I think it was against New England, and then it was Dallas the next week. And they were just off a little bit. Those are tough defenses, but at the same time, uh, he lost Amon Ross St. Brown, like on the third snap against the Cowboys. I don't think he played against Detroit. When they are when they have all their weapons, it's a tough offense to stop. And now that you're adding Jamison Williams, who scored a long touchdown in this game, I mean, it's it feels very similar to like what Goff did with the Rams early in his career. Like you have all these weapons. He can play point guard, distribute. He's probably not going to elevate the talent around him. But for but fantasy, it. It, yeah, it, for fantasy, it's great. He, he's going to have a high uh, – completion percentage um he's gonna get the ball to the playmakers i'm in i am Derek carr or jared goff uh, I, at this point it's it, it, because of the situations especially it's goff and the age right i think goff is significantly younger matthew stafford or jared goff oh not even close goff i, okay. I got some real concerns about stafford ever playing again yeah um aaron Rodgers or jared, jared goff Rodgers is going to be 40 next year. Goff is 28. I think I'd lean Goff. Well, Goff has outperformed in the last two years, right? Trey Lance or Jared Goff? Lance. Lance. All right. I mean, Marcus, based on like some of the names we throw around here, it Goff's at like QB 15. Yeah. Yeah. Does that feel yeah. right? Yep. It does. I feel like. It he's feels right, be, but it feels so wrong at the same time. Very he's got to be ahead of the the Kenny Pickett, Mac Jones, Russell Wilson tier. Like he just has to. I think he's yep. in that Kirk Cousins tier now. Yep. Yeah. 
All right, let's talk about some losers, Kate, from week 14. There wasn't a ton of them, which is always good, right? We don't like to be negative on the show. But before we do that, we want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All you have to do is pick two to five players, and if they score more or less in their prize pick projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Price Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. They are currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Download the Price Pick app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Price Picks will give you $100. Deposit $50, Price Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, Kate, who do you have as one of the biggest losers from Sunday? Uh, I think we should talk about Travis Etienne, uh, yeah. who he's he's been struggling as of late. He was kind of on that upward trajectory, and he was winning us weeks, Marcus. He was he was being heavily utilized, but we start to see uh, the crumble, right, just a little bit. And I don't necessarily like I'm I'm not I'm not holding this against him, right? He's had, uh, you know, I I think one of the toughest strengths of strengths of schedule in 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 terms of production right like it had three straight weeks with 20 or more fantasy points in ppr leagues but has followed it up with some stinkers uh, against the chiefs detroit detroit's actually like a pretty underrated tough matchup right now uh, in like since week seven allowing the second fewest fantasy points per game to opposing running backs Baltimore Ravens, six fewest fantasy points per game, two opposing running backs. Um, Cowboys, tough. Jets, tough. Like, all of these are top 10 rushing defenses right now, and he's not been able to overcome them. I'm not holding that against him, but, um, like, I'm I'm using this as an opportunity to buy that dip. We've seen the upside, um, and I I do just want to point out the fact that should you make it, to your fantasy football championships, he gets Houston in week 17. And yep, yep he could yep. win you, he could win you your championships. So don't give up on Travis Etienne just yet. The only thing that's concerning to me, Kate, is the the receiving part of it. Like there's just too many games where he just is does nothing. Like against the Titans, zero targets. Against Baltimore two weeks ago, zero targets. Katie hasn't had a game this season with more than three reception, receptions in a game. And that's a little shocking to me because he was such a good receiver coming out of Clemson. I, he only has 25 receptions on the season. I was hoping that he'd finish the year like closer to 50. Um, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get it, but I do think we know from a talent perspective, the upside is there. Um, you know, we're – Continuing to see, I think this offense develop. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like three feet out the door. I'm, my feet are still all, all in the door here, and 
if there's concern there, it, like it, again, it doesn't come from a talent perspective, maybe a scheme perspective. Um, I'm, I'm not buying it just yet. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other losers from week 14? Nobody that I want to shout out in particular, Marcus. I, like I said, I, I walked away from this week astoundingly just kind of thrilled. Um, I have only... one. Okay. Just one. Let's hear it's it. It's not really a big loser because we know this player is really talented. Saquon Barkley just hasn't looked the same in about a month now. And I know he was dealing with a neck injury. Um, he was, you know, a game time decision in this one, nine carries for 28 yards. Kate, he hasn't gone over 63 yards since November uh, 13th when they played the Texans. He's back down to averaging 4.3 yards per carry. Um, I, I just wonder, like in free agency this year, if he's just not going to get the money that everybody is anticipating, and if guys like Josh Jacobs and Tony Pollard aren't more valued because they can stay healthy, they've been more effective. Um, I don't know. I, I just think some as good as Barkley is, he just really hasn't lived up to that number two pick status, and I think he's maybe a little bit overvalued right now in dynasty leagues. I I think that those concerns feel fair. Um, actually, how about, how about one more, one more, um, just kind of stinker that I think is worth noting. Um, Deshaun Watson put up a decent, decent amount of yards, uh, in week 14, 276 yards, one touchdown, one interception, but, uh, certainly still shaking off rust, which you would expect, right? Like, I I don't think anybody's going to come in and look awesome. No, but I, I just think it's worth noting that, um, you know, I, I saw a lot of people, uh, you know, stashing Deshaun Watson for the fantasy playoffs. It doesn't like it. It doesn't feel like it's a lock that we're going to see him perform at a, a top tier level of play in 2022. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with you. All right. That is it for today's show. Thank you for making Lockdown Dynasty your first listen of the day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, the biggest takes, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and as always, the take of the day, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts, all the same places that you download the Locked On Dynasty podcast. Go check out Kate on Twitter, at FFBallBlast. Always has some fantastic tweets that make me chuckle uh, on Sundays. Uh, you can follow me at Marcus underscore Mosier. Matt and Ryan will be back on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Kate, you and I uh, coming back on Friday to recap the Seahawks 49er Thursday night football and get you ready Fun for one. three games on Saturday. Saturday football is back. Yay! Enjoy your week, everybody. See you next time.